0: what's cracking lovely people is the big feed up hq podcast season two and this is the first episode of its kind in season two so if we flip back into season one if you haven't heard any of my episodes before go on and get involved okay i've got over 40 episodes in season one and usually i release shows on a monday with a guest we have a good conversation around nutrition around exercise around lifestyle around performance individuals that have started their own businesses it's not just all wellness and and health and nutrition so definitely get involved now this kind of episode i basically just talk a little bit on my own so i used to release these last year on a friday but i'm just going to kind of chuck them out now this season as little additional nuggets so i'm not going to push them too much on social basically if you're someone that's subscribed to the show They're just an addition, they're an addition for you because I'm rewarding you as a loyal listener really. So today's an interesting topic and I always cover it around the seminars and talks and things that I do because people are often confused about different types of nutritionists, how to become a nutritionist. So I thought I'd just shed some light on the topic a little bit and also let you know a little bit about my journey too. I think I did an episode, I can't remember what number this was back in season one but it was quite popular because I talked through as a sports nutritionist how I helped work or you know supported a French rugby club out in um, Rouen and yeah talked a little bit about performance nutrition so today I'm just going to strip things back and go through a little bit about my journey how I became a nutritionist but also look at different types of nutritionists as well so let's crack on to give you a little bit of background, I did a sports science degree at University of Birmingham and I got really interested in exercise metabolism, some really fantastic names back there that were lecturing at the time, so people like Kevin Tipton, people like you can drew people like Ollie Wittard, Adrian Hodgson, I know he now makes kombucha but he was into his green tea research and, and performance as well back then, but yeah, it was, it was interesting and I got really into my kind of fueling for the work required and different types of yeah, foods on different days to help support high-intensity training, low-intensity training, all that kind of stuff. So I came out of the University of Birmingham. I was lucky enough to get a intern role at, at Worcester Warriors, and I needed to basically take on a little bit more sports nutritional knowledge, really, sports nutritional, sports and exercise nutrition knowledge. That's what I wanted to say. So I enrolled in a institute called Goo Performance, and they do a sports and exercise nutrition diploma, which I think you can now do... Remotely, you don't necessarily have to go. But back then, I did two weekends a month. So that was, again, very interesting. They brought down guest lecturers. We did nutrition on bone. We did nutrition for fueling different types of activity. Again, endurance or power. We heard from Graham Close. He works with England Rugby. He worked with, I think it might have been, who was it, Munster back then. So he was working in rugby. He was working in golf. He was working in uh, horse racing and jockey nutrition, so that was fantastic, and again, that that gave me some some really useful skills around okay, what are we going to look at for aspects of performance, for fueling, for making sure athletes meet energy needs, talking a little bit about immune health with athletes, talking about travel nutrition, all that kind of thing. So I continued to work for Worcester for or about a season and a half, something like that, and studied that course, and then I came to London and I basically worked with personal trainers i worked in the fitness industry and it was mostly around body composition and nutrition so working with individuals on packages around back then. It was kind of called body transformation was, was, was you know, quite a hot topic. I suppose it still is in the fitness industry, but it was something where certain personal trainers in, in little kind of private sites and things would, would be doing 12-week, 16-week, you know, 18-week packages, and I'd be assisting in terms of the nutritional knowledge, sitting, working with clients, and often cooking. Some of that happened too. And I wanted to kind of, uh, again, take on a little bit more study I wanted to understand a little bit more outside the fueler fitter faster stronger side of things in terms of training and you know nutrition for performance and fat loss and muscle gain and often at that time too clients were talking to me around yeah just everyday woes out of that athlete and performance side of things it was more stress it was more lack of sleep it was more gut health so people were eating certain foods and not feeling particularly good so I wanted to go and get little bit more knowledge and understanding around those systems so you know the gastrointestinal system the respiratory system the immune system so i went and studied something called nutritional therapy at the college of naturopathic medicine so i did three years there part-time and and basically funded that course so that was uh, a weekend a month for three years and maybe it was two weekends a month in the final in the final year yeah i think it was and again i was i was i was funding that course through working in the fitness industry talking in little kind of corporate wellness events and things lots things like that too so i did uh, 3 years you do like a uh, biomedicine biomedicine. you do like a biochemistry type year you go through some of the science around physiology of the body that side of things and then you get into practicing clinical settings so on that course you know a lot of them are quite different you've got Institute of Optin Nutrition as well you can go down to in, in Richmond and basically you you know you study the theory you look into different aspects of, of nutrition science and then you're sitting in front of people and they're Grading you on how you talk with clients or potential clients, how you map out a bit of their journey, how you decide what to deliver in terms of nutrition action points. So there's so many different courses out there, and it's definitely not an advert for for that for that institute. And I'll basically break down what um, nutritional therapists do and what sports nutritionists do, and then what dietitians do, and how you can train for those in a minute. But that gives you a little bit more of an understanding about how I trained. Um And then after that, I, w- I worked in a small corporate wellness company, uh, a, little, a little bit um more kind of in depth with small groups of individuals. So I'd, I'd be seeing I'd be seeing individuals, you know, once a month for six months and they'd do simple blood tests. They'd do fitness tests and then we'd have nutrition kind of consultations and things. And they'd be taken through a journey that all try and set goals. And that was all very interesting. And then, yeah, moving forward to now, I work for Nuffield Health. Well, three or four times a week depending on the week sometimes sometimes five days a week at different sites and again that's working with people that sit for a living in offices that's working with people that are coming into the gym so they have different sites they've got gyms they've got medical centers all that kind of jazz and then i keep um some some parts of my month around clients and things that that are just working with me outside of Nuffield. so that might come through the website or the podcast or instagram not usually instagram because i'm usually keeping that a bit more Um, yeah it's enjoyable I don't tend to try to push business and things on that platform but yeah often through certain coaches and and people I've interacted with over the years so I take on a few private clients and that'll be sometimes in person but usually remotely over Skype or over a phone call and things like that too so that's where I'm at at the moment and yeah it gives it, it gives someone who's generally interested in, in studying nutrition or, or wanting to become a nutritionist, a little bit more insight into into how I, how I got here. And then obviously, if you go back and listen to one of my episodes, really interesting one with Renee McGregor, who's been a dietitian and she's a sports and eating disorder dietitian for 20 years. You know, if I reflect on how long I've been working as a nutritionist so well maybe five years now obviously you know I'm, I'm absolutely at the start of of my journey and okay yes I've I've built experience and I think I can I can add value I can add great value for for individuals if if you know I'm working in a, in a corporate wellness setting around performance if I'm working in a sports setting around performance around changing body composition making people feel better but you know I'm the first person to say that someone very very experienced like Renee, she's seen so many different individuals she's worked in so many different sports arenas Uh, you know having a mentor like that is absolutely fantastic and it's always really good to be around other very experienced practitioners and that's why I listen to other podcasts I watch things I you know follow people I read books and I'm basically obviously always learning so If we then bring things back into looking at how to become a nutritionist because obviously that's my journey there's a few different ways of doing things and then i might as well go through you know different types of 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 nutritionists as well so if we start with let's look at the association nutrition so if you go on and google after this The Association of Nutrition is basically just a a register where you can, if you've studied a certain course, you can go into their site and look at, right, if I've done a a BSc in nutrition from Liverpool, John Moores University, for example, I can get then registered on on the Association of Nutrition site. And I could become a uh, clinic owner. I could, you know, I could open my own um, nutrition uh, clinic in somewhere wherever you are and uh or you could you know operate an online business or something like that and obviously there's different kind of aspects of 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 nutritionists different aspects of nutritionists doesn't make sense different types of nutritionists that can register with Uh, the association nutrition so if you might have studied animal nutrition or food nutrition or you wanted to go into nutrition science or in public health nutrition or you know where I've spent quite a few of my years sports and exercise nutrition you can you can obviously upload your credentials and talk about your background and then you can you can be seen as a as a public health uh, nutrition consultant or a sports and exercise nutrition consultant and you can go in from there There's another side of things um, called a nutritional therapist. So technically, I'm a nutritional therapist because I studied nutritional therapy at the College of Naturopathic Medicine. So I registered under the British Association for Nutrition and Lifestyle Medicine. So that is just another avenue, another way for you to be able to then open up your own practice or for me to work for Nuffield. Nuffield Health, I um, you know, I, I I need I need a register like the British Association Nutritional Therapists, um sorry, the British Association for Nutrition and Lifestyle Medicine, change the name, gotta get that right. And um yeah, that's a prerequisite to be able to work for Nuffield Health, so then when I go into corporate wellness settings or I work in a medical centre for them, that's just something that they that they require that they want to see. So again, look into the courses and the things that you need to be able to get registered with these kinds of associations and then you know their definition nutritional therapy is the application of nutrition science in the promotion of health peak performance and individual care so everyone's always going to have to have something where they can you know they can have a definition of, of of their side of nutrition for example but you know it's not it's not culty it's not that one is better than the other it's about looking into seeing what works for you around courses it's about looking into who else is registered where um, and that kind of thing. It's obviously looking at costs too. So here in the Association of nutrition, it's registered nutritionists provide evidence-based information and guidance in one or more of the following areas. So if I just choose their sports exercise nutrition side of things, you've got sports and exercise nutritionists develop, implement and evaluate nutritional strategies to opt- optimize performance in sports and exercise. So that's similar to what I've been doing over the years after working in elite rugby. Uh, also work in fashion so I've got my you know I've got my uh, sports science degree I've got my postgraduates in 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 my sports exercise nutrition you know I've worked in elite sport I've worked with amateur endurance athletes I've worked in uh with, with North Face around around um you know you could call them professional kind of endurance or adventure athletes or so things like that so you know performance driven and then if we move over to the British the British Association of UK Dietitians so if you're gonna go for that clinical side of things around working in the NHS or work you know working in a hospital as a dietitian, you can go and study at a university and again if you go onto the Association of UK dietitians to so the BDA website, you can look into understanding what courses and 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 you know, what institutes and things can qualify you to come into those. So there's often a, a course beforehand, you look into what, what you think you'd like to work in, is it sports, nutrition, is it nutritional therapy? Is it um you know more clinical side of things in the NHS? Understand the courses and and how much things cost and and how you can do them. And often now these days things are so flexible around around um, online learning and that side of things too. And then look if they've got certain practical um practical you know days or if you can sit in front of clients and practice. So you know one of the reasons why I chose. Uh, the place at cnm was um because you know there's a year where we we spent a lot of the time in in front of someone and, and practicing working working in that in that kind of clinic setting so i found that very interesting and then obviously there's there's other year courses and things that have popped up recently so you could take some let's just call them nutrition personalities for example you know they may be registered with one of these uh, associations too. I, I, I don't necessarily know if all of them are, but you can create a course and then you know you can become their nutritionist. So if you take uh, Martin McDonald has a has a Mac University, I think it's called, and you can become a, a nutritionist through there. Or Ben Coomber has a um, a BTN Academy, and you can become a nutritionist through there. So the area there a year course again people might study those because they just want more information they they just generally want to know more and it's a year and it might be cheaper and there might be a flexible kind of way of paying for those courses over over some of the other institutes and things as well so at the end of the day, you can you can find the, the 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 how. You can find out the information. Certain courses might drip feed to you over time. Some of them they may give you the resource so you can you know dip in and dip out. You can log in and look at it online. But then it's understanding what you want out of the course too. If you want the knowledge, if you want to follow a certain personality, or if you you know you want to go on a course so you can make sure you can sit in front of people and you can understand a bit more around uh, nutrition and behaviour, or you just like to read studies or you know you you want to understand a little bit more about a certain system so you know how the gut works in response to food all that side of things there's so many different things that you can do but that gives you a little bit more of an insight so you could put the association of uk dietitians you can become a dietitian you can go and work in a hospital as a as a dietitian you've got your your sports nutritionist so you could be registered under the association of nutrition for example that's you know that's that's one association and you could work in elite sport or you could you know you could open your own practice you got nutritional therapy so you could be a nutritional therapist and you could you could open your own clinic or you could you could work in a in a in a clinic somewhere or what I do I you know I work part-time for Nuffield Health and um, yeah you know whatever you want to call yourself you, you might call yourself a uh, registered nutritionist through the Association of Nutrition. You might call yourself a nutritional therapist through Bant. Uh, I just call myself a nutritionist. It's simple for people to understand. You call yourself a sports nutritionist or a performance nutritionist if you really wanted to if you worked in elite sport but I just keep it really simple. Nutritionist, you know if, if that's for Nuffield Health or uh, I think I've got performance nutritionist on on um Matt Gardner nutrition if you go onto my website or on my Instagram or something like that. So yeah, I just thought I'd kind of record a little bit of of information around that because I've had a few people ask me about about how I became a nutritionist or um, how to become a nutritionist or different types of nutrition courses or different types of associations. So I think if I'd have heard this podcast back when I was uh, 20... Was I 20? 21, coming out of Birmingham University it would have been interesting. And, um, yeah, I, I uh, you know, I, I may have saved a few years and, and, um, you know, done something slightly different than, than maybe the, um, I ended up doing, you know, an undergrads, two postgrads, and then the three years in nutritional therapy. So trying to navigate through, you know, the kind of sector that you think you want to work in or choosing the best course that works for you and, you know, in the shortest amount of time. So you can then get out there and practice. And, um, and then obviously, you know, really, really help the individuals or, or the organisations or, um, you know, the the, the sports performers that, that you work with thrive. So it's interesting. And then, you, you know, you're constantly learning. So whatever association you register with, you know, you have to then go out and, and do your CPD. So listen to podcasts, go to seminars, read books, you have to log those things. Um, you know, and again, if you if you're in organisations with other nutritionists, you get together, you you just you know you you discuss cases and trends and and you try to get you know mentors, more explore, experienced nutritionists. Well, I'm quite lucky around in my field health to have doctors and physiologists and and physios and people like that in some of these medical centres to talk to. So, yeah, you're constantly learning. I'm obviously very early in my career too, but I hope this hope this little kind of uh, nugget nutritional nugget of a podcast has given you a little bit more of a of an understanding of 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 me of the day job because often if you see me on instagram it's usually just food and obviously i post about my podcast but it's usually just food and kind of all all of the 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 life out outside of um you know my my private consultations all my work with nuffield and um and yeah if, if you're wanting to become a nutritionist or you're interested in in just generally studying too i've definitely given a few resources and you know i'm not saying certain ones are better than others i'll leave that to you you can you can go and have a little bit of a look but at least it gives you those 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 three kind of associations and it gives you other kind of shorter courses and a couple of personalities in nutrition as well you can follow their journeys or you can just generally go into uh, who you know who's registered with banter who's registered with the association of nutrition and you can understand those individuals too so i hope you like the show as always lovely people if you are subscribed you know leave me a comment or if you haven't subscribed subscribe and you know you'll get these extra little kind of personal podcasts too so i'll, I'll be kind of communicating over a little bit of chat around yeah things in nutrition or things that i've observed during the week but then the the other kind of consultations i going mad the other podcasts that uh, have guests on too, I'll, I'll hopefully continue to bring you value. And um, yeah, we've got oh, over 40 episodes. I've had over 8,000 people listen to the show. It's absolutely mega. So thanks again. Have a have a mega week, and uh, yeah, I'll be slipping in these these solo pods. So keep your eyes open for them. Keep your ears open. Cheers.